from 1972's Magnavox Odyssey to 2020's PlayStation 5, we have taken quite a journey on the history of video game consoles. This is part three of the three-part series and our conclusion of this trip on this episode of Microbreak. This is Microbreak, a podcast for humans with the attention span of a goldfish, where I share my thoughts, wisdom, and humor on a wide range of topics from yesterday to today, all delivered unscripted and loosely edited in under 15 minutes an episode. This is Michael J. Mayone. Please subscribe and enjoy the ride. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Microbreak. I'm your host, Michael J. Mayone. And as always, thank you for joining me. Thank you, subscribers. And thank you, everybody who has rated and reviewed this podcast. Yes, this series has been very, very positive. We are talking about the history of video game consoles. And this is part three. This is the wrap up. And there's so many more to talk about. So we're going to have to jump right in. But before we do, please remember to subscribe. Remember to rate and review. And soon I'll be reading your reviews live on the air. That's right. So 1994 to 1997 is where we left off. And this is close to my heart because in these years I was out of school, I was working and I needed an outlet. And then suddenly the PlayStation was invented. In 1994, Sony finally made its entrance with the leading PlayStation. Hello, citizens of Europe. As spokesperson for SAPS, the Society Against PlayStation, I'd like to talk to you about a menace threatening humanity. It's happening right here in our very homes and corrupting the lives of our loved ones. Yes, friends, I'm talking about this. It may look like a harmless bagel toaster, but inside is a deadly donut. How do you know PlayStation is not a normal game system? It carries these telltale signs. Scientists say its effects are mind-boggling. Users lose all sense of reality and enter another world. Here we have a normal, healthy young man. And here we have a fellow who's been experimenting with PlayStation for only a few minutes. Proof that we saps must be on our guard. Remember, do not underestimate the power of PlayStation. Sega had immense success with its Mega Drive Genesis system, and it went on to expand it into a series with the Genesis 2 in 1994 and Genesis 3 in 97. It also developed an entirely new console called Saturn. Didn't own it, but I, I always wanted one. To rival against the rest of the CD-based consoles. Nintendo, on the other hand, stuck to its cartridge system for its new Nintendo 64. Yeah, Nintendo likes their cartridges. Yo, listen up. We will not live in a two-dimensional world. We won't go in one direction or see where we can set. We will walk through walls. We will take a look around us. We will not be confined. We believe in the path of least limits. We won't be told how to view the world. We will experience true freedom. We will not compromise. We will live the game through our hands. We will be in control of something. We will change the system. During this time, there were many other consoles as well. There was the 
Bandy, Casio, and even Apple came up with its own console. Sega Genesis, here it is, a Saturn. But it's a PlayStation in 1994 that really changed things. And then 1998 to 2004, the Sega Saturn was not a major success. So Sega thought of another new console, and they called it the Sega Dreamcast. Bing, 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 bing. I owned it. That was in 1998. In terms of providing internet support via its built-in modem for online play, Dreamcast was a pioneer back in 1998. That's right. They're the ones that brought multiplayer gaming to the world. This is the day you have trained for. The day you have studied for. Utilize your superior skills. Your superior intelligence. Sit down, you were one fly. Don't make me hurt you. Learn to defeat your ruthless enemy, Steve of Hackensack. Ryan, you're gonna get rooted. Shut up, quadruped. And then two years later, Sony progressed on with the next PlayStation, the PlayStation 2. In 2001, Nintendo switched its cartridge-based Nintendo 64 to a DVD-ROM GameCube. That very same year, we saw Microsoft enter its video game console in 2001 with its well-received Xbox, which featured online gaming service as well called Xbox Live. And from the far corners of the earth, so shall the multitude be joined together, and their power will be magnificent to behold. So Xbox was quite a few years after the PlayStation. I currently own a PlayStation. Thank you. Now that the industry is starting to stabilize after three decades of experimenting with all sorts of consoles, there was rarely any entry attempts by fresh companies. So we're moving on to 2005 to today. The current generation of video game consoles only has room for three major competitors. At this time, we had the Xbox 360, the Sony PlayStation 3, and the Nintendo Wii which I've owned every single one of those. And then with full 1080p HD graphics for the Xbox and the PlayStation, and then we had its special 3D controllers with motion, it seemed that video games have basically come a long, long way. And at this time, most of the companies that were competing with the big three were phased out. Atari, gone. Coleco, gone. NEC, gone. Sega, gone. NEC, the one I kept screwing up and calling NES. <laughs> they tried. They tried to sound like NES, probably to get some of the market share. <laughs> Mattel is back with a hyperscan console after disappearing for three decades. Yeah, just skip that. Let's take it to today. Let's move right into the new consoles, folks, and what they're capable of right after these messages. Hello, and welcome to Listen, Listen, Listen. I am your host, Curtis Elton. Who's going to listen to today's episode? Are you going to listen? Are you going to listen? Are you, are you, are you, are you? Is anybody going to listen to today's episode? Sir, are you going to listen to today's episode? You betcha. Okay, ma'am, are you? Yeah, you. See, you're going to listen to today's episode? Why, yeah. Great. I'm out of time. I wasn't expecting that at all.
Now I can talk from direct experience. I don't really need an article for this because I've lived these last 10 years of evolution. So this article stopped around 2010, 2011. However, the video game industry and the video game console industry continues to evolve. So I had the PlayStation 3. I still have it. I use it as a Blu-ray player. And then the PlayStation 4 Pro, which I just recently retired. I still own it. It's in my closet, fully loaded with games. And finally, after four months of struggling, I was able to get my mitts on a PlayStation 5. Yes, I know you guys are jealous. I get it. I get it. And I got it directly from Sony and I didn't pay a damn dime over MSRP. And I, I refuse to pay a scalper. F the scalpers of the world. F the bots for stealing all the game systems. So it was very challenging to get. Now with the Xbox, I literally stopped at the Xbox 360 and then got rid of it. I just didn't really like the controller. It was a little clunky for me. Didn't like it. I was more of a PlayStation guy. I did have the Nintendo Wii until about a year and a half ago where I switched to the Switch. I switched to the Switch. That's what I called the Switch. I like the portability of it, having the screen. I like the controllers, though they are a little tiny for my hands. And then, of course, I still have the current generation Nintendo Switch. They're coming out with a brand new one for 2021. I think this year they're going to finally support 4K graphics. So I hear a better processor. The Xbox has the Xbox One, the Xbox X. These things are just badass machines. People love them. They're doing great. They have their games. And of course, Sony has their games that Xbox will never see. What am I playing today? I play Final Fantasy Online or Final Fantasy XIV. The game is excellent. I, of course, have to pay a monthly fee to play the game. But hey, you know, what are you going to do about it? You got the money, you spend it. You're going to spend it on something anyway. So I enjoy playing that. That's an outlet for me. It's another world. And I like the social aspects of an MMORPG. And I play some first-person shooters, a little Battlefield here and there, Call of Duty-type games, nothing fancy. And I just dabble in some of the other games. I'll tell you, the PlayStation 5, if I was to review that, I would tell you the system is hands down the best system I have ever used. And I get why it's so friggin' hard to get. It's made my old games feel new again. It's speed it's quiet. I love the controller. I love the motion in the controller. It has a mic and speaker in the controller. You can literally use it as a team speak for, uh, for game chat, voice over IP chat. It's really a, a fun little system. It's huge. That's pretty much it. So arcade games still going pretty strong, especially in Jersey with the Jersey Shore. But with the pandemic and all, people really leaned heavily on their home video game consoles and video games. But where are we going to go next? Virtual reality is definitely going to get more popular. You got Oculus, you got Sony's version, you got Google's version, you got everybody's version's got a system out there. There's one coming out, I believe, from Apple. Uh, where is it going to go? What, what else can we possibly do that's not going to make you throw up when you play 
the game because I'll tell you, I get some motion sickness from those VR games, but man, is it immersive. Oculus, I've had some experience with that. I don't currently own one. That's a Facebook system, and it's just insanely amazing, I gotta say, but it does make you feel like you're gonna get sick. My finger is on the button. My finger is on the button. Push the button. Now, one thing we didn't mention as a console, and it kind of counts, is your smartphone. And I didn't want to go without mentioning a smartphone because somebody's going to eventually say, hey, you never mentioned the smartphone, Michael. Well, there you go. I mentioned it. There's a lot of great games on there. Fortnite, I think, is, is popular on, on those types of platforms and, and uh, a lot of other games. Games I don't play and don't know, and I'm not going to even speculate what's good and what's bad because I don't really play games on a tablet or a smartphone. From the makers of Candy Crush comes Farm Heroes Saga. Switch and match the collectible Cropsies in this fantastic adventure. But you better watch out for Rancid. Play through more than a hundred levels of strawberry switching, carrot crunching, mixed fruit madness. Farm Heroes Saga, available now. But that's a thing. Some people, that's all they use. They don't have a computer. They don't have a home video game system at all. They simply play on their phones and their tablets. And you can do that anywhere, anytime, multiplayer. Pretty friggin' awesome when you think about it. But I like to be more immersed. I like to have the big screen and the surround sound and chill out with a drink. It's not the same on the phone. Good for travel. Good when you're flight is delayed in the airport and you need something to play lighthearted game now i'm rambling that's what i do sometimes that's why i made micro break it prevents me from rambling beyond the 15 minute threshold because if i continue to ramble i'm gonna have to cut all that shit out so we had a great time i hope you enjoyed the three-part series i had a great time delivering the information to you you can go ahead and look at the links and research this stuff yourself. Maybe you're a collector. And you're going to go out and buy every one of these systems now. And if you're already that person, I'd love to hear from you. How do you find me? You go to Twitter. You just go to Twitter and you go micro underscore break. And there I am. Or micro break podcast on YouTube or micro break podcast on Instagram or my pod page, which is also in the notes. All the links are down there. This is Michael J. Mayone. You've just listened to Micro Break, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening to another episode of Micro Break. Please subscribe before you go and follow me on Twitter at micro underscore break. I'll catch you on the next one.